Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Well, this is Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. Last night, the Kimmer lay in bed yeah. looking up at the stars yeah. in the sky did, and saying yeah. to himself, yeah. Where the heck is the ceiling? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Well, you know, I've always wanted to find out what it's like to wake up tied next to a stranger. I don't know. I... <laughs> Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. How's it going? It's Tuesday. Here we go. ABBA, the Swedish pop group, began recording their hit single Dancing Queen at Glenn Studio outside Stockholm on this day in 1975. It was released a year later. And after they broke up, they were offered, this was back maybe 15 or 18 years ago, after they had broken up, they were offered $1 billion to go back on tour, and they turned it down. A billion with a B. A billion dollars. And turned it down. They didn't, you know, they didn't need the money, and they, they you know, we're you know, retired, having fun, whatever. <laughs> a billion. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, how's it going? It's sort of the Kimmer. Uh, birthdays include uh, uh, <clears throat> the worst president ever, Barack Obama, Putty Tat, uh, Hussein Putty Tat, is 54 today. The only president who's used the N-word on a worldwide broadcast. The only president in the United States who ever bowed from the waist in front of a Saudi oil sheik. Yes, that guy. And by the way, isn't it funny? He start, He actually was tearing up at his news conference on the on the ecology of the planet. He was tearing up about the use of coal, but he had he hasn't said a damn thing about about that Muslim butchering Marines and a sailor. Didn't say a word about them, did he? Not too emotional there, huh, buddy? That anyway, my God, man. Also, this was the day in 1944. Fifteen-year-old diarist. I didn't know that was a word. A diarist, a person who has a diary, a diar writes in a diary, is a diarist. She put the die in diarist. Put the die in diarist. <laughs> Certainly know how to bring up the conversation. Nice no? into a high peak, don't we? Fifteen-year-old diarist Anne Frank was arrested along with her sister, her parents, and four other people by the Gestapo after hiding for two years inside a building in Amsterdam. Anne and her sister Margot died at the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp. That was, which is amazing, since she was deaf, dumb, and blind, and <laughs> learned how to speak by running her hands under a water pump. An incredible story. Twelve oh seven. Shut up. It's only the camera. How you doing? Look out. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about creepy Joe Biden. Maybe the Democrat savior after all. 
and he is creepy. I mean, I, you know, and he's uh, well, some of his uh, comments perhaps might be, make people double think. But Hillary's falling in the poll. Hillary Rodham on him is falling so fastly, so quickly in the polls. It's uh, it's really pretty funny. Uh, coming up, we've got major stories here on News Radio one hundred six seven uh, with the Kimmer program. Yes, the uh, brutal attack on the Hitchbot. It was actually a Fox TV girl reporter in Philadelphia who was talking about the brutal assault on the hitchhiking robot. And by the way, it wasn't a robot. It was a tin fake creature with an iPhone in it. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it's not a, that's a, not really a robot. It's, you know, it's, it's a tin creature with an iPhone in it. It's not, not like he can make your breakfast, <laughs> park your freaking car for you. Anyway. <clears throat> Wait till you hear about Dick Gregory getting paid by the federal government to insult white people. Oh, yeah. And the TCU student who's been suspended for his freedom of speech against butchers and murderers. A deadly viper's in Georgia. The cop killer turns himself in. He says, I'm no coward, man. (laughs) You're going to be something in a little while. Amy Schumer on gun nuts. And actually, th- th- what they're talking about is cracking down on, on nut balls who get guns. Well, we're all in favor of that. Nobody, nobody I know wants to have some psycho freak who get a gun. I mean, my God, well, I'm in favor. I vote yes. Right, fine. That's good. That's not. But, you know, their codicil is that they also want to take all our guns. I mean, that, that's a little different story there. Well, in fact, uh, j- this is kind of funny. John Boy, d- you got your uh, license, right? Your carry permit? Yes, I did. Uh, and you on what county? Douglas County. Okay, so by the time you applied for it and the time you actually got it, how long was it? About a week. A week. Uh, Fulton County took me almost eight weeks. Eight weeks to get my permit sent to me in the mail. Eight weeks. Douglas County, seven days. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, let's see. We'll talk about the ACLU and the deputy handcuffing that snotty little brat who tried to kick him. You know... (sighs) I love the the liberals. <laughs> he was crying. It was so sad. He was crying. Yeah, but he's not going to kick a cop again, is he? <laughs> you might want to learn a thing or two. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, give me a break. Uh, the Donald. And by the way, for the record, again, I uh, I think the Donald is great for the current political climate. I think he's perfect. He's raised every issue that we want to talk about. He's made everybody else react. Uh, the three things about him I don't like, but well, if he's the nominee, I'm voting the Donald. If it's between him and Hillary or the socialist, I'm voting the Donald. Or Biden, I'm voting the Donald. But I don't like the way he treats his women. I don't like the fact that he's a draft dodger. And I don't like the fact that he's so vain he has to wear a hat when he gets off a plane or a helicopter. He's the only guy in the whole crowd wearing a hat because he doesn't want to have that muskrat stand up straight like some kind of a freaking cock-a-doodle-doo rooster crow or something. I mean, that's just embarrassing. I mean, how vain can you be that you have to wear a hat because you won't get your hair mussed as president of the United States? It's just, it's just silly. But I'll vote for him over the, that Democrat. Uh, the party schools, Harry Reid says it's the GOP on Planned Parenthood. The GOP is losing its moral ground. <laughs> hey, let's look at some more pictures of baby parts being sold. <laughs> oh, don't crush the liver. We need the liver. That brings good money. And it's the GOP that's lost its moral compass. Holy smokes. Uh, and Hillary, of course, is just a Grammy, just a sweet old Grammy. You know, we should vote for her because she's a Grammy. Uh, news Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, um, I've been invited to speak at a, uh, 
You know, I, I'm I'm sweating just even thinking about. It. I got invited. I won't say what he. I got invited to give a speech at a civic group in Cobb County, and I'm look. I'm sweating already just even thinking. I'm not. A, I'm not a good speaker. I'm, I'm just. I'm not a good speaker. And f- so let me let me give my answer here publicly on the radio to the request for the camera to give a, a speech at a civic group. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> And if you want to see something funny, there's a picture making the rounds on the Internet of a parking lot. And there are 20 parking spaces in the parking lot occupied by empty wheelchairs. Okay? Parking lot, 20 spaces with empty wheelchairs in them. No cars, just empty wheel And cars all in the other spots. Empty wheelchairs in 20 spaces. And they, all the wheelchairs had signs that said, I'll be quick. Oops, nobody's using it, or I'm just waiting for somebody, which are all the excuses of people to park. And Andy, is that cool or what? I love it. Also, um, what movie are you? This is kind of silly. We have major topic issues coming up, but we're going to ask what movie are you and figure out the answer. We'll do John Boy first. We'll we'll come back. Newsbreak Lines is 12-12, and wait to hear about the TCU student and what he said to get himself suspended and what he may do about it now. But first... Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio Chicks, 1067. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Phelps. Always. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is to stop the Kimmer from taking a call from Brett the Truck Driver. <laughs> Otherwise, the show will self destruct in five seconds. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck, Jim. The fat chance. Look out. 12 19. And it's only the Kimmer. Gwen Stefani and her 13-year marriage are over with Gavin Rossdale from the band Bush getting a divorce, irreconcilable differences. And Gwen apparently says they haven't gotten along for a while because he's been cheating on her. And she put pressure on him to stop touring and stay home, and he said she's a hypocrite because she's on the road, too. Anyway, they're trying to get joint custody and all that stuff. They'll remain partners in parenthood, but they're getting a divorce. 13 years. Tell you, you got to wonder about marriage. And not just celebrity marriage, but marriage. I mean, I think it's the modern age of, you know, lack of privacy, cell phone, everything's email and iPhones and stuff. I don't know. Hey, by the way, it's Brett the Truck Driver. Mike's coming up on News Radio 1067. Hello, Brett. How's it going? Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, I was telling, hey, man, did y'all catch what uh, Farrakhan has been saying here Uh, lately? Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, Nation of Islam in Miami at a church, uh, said that black Americans, if the government doesn't help you, should rise up and kill those who kill us. If the federal government won't intercede in our affairs, we must rise up and kill those who kill us, stalk them and kill them, and let them feel the pain of death that we are feeling, because that's what it says to do in the Koran. Yeah, that's Farrakhan. You got your words ready? What's that? I got my guns ready. You got oh, I, ready? I always have my guns ready. In, in fact, uh, and Brad, I'm glad you called and brought that up. Uh, John Boy is going to get a nice little piece that I have myself there. Me. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Also, a guy named John Swartz owns a sporting goods store in St. Johnsville, New York. He has announced he's no longer selling guns to Muslims. And the reason is you can't tell the good ones from the bad ones. He doesn't know what who's what. So he says he's not going to do it. He's made a corporate decision after lengthy meetings with the board of directors, considering the recent attack on the recruiting station, killing a five servicemen by a radical Muslim. I can't tell a radical Muslim from the non-radical Muslims in the world, so we're decided we're not selling any guns to Muslims. How will we know? Well, I don't know. I guess if they come in wearing a burqa and dragging a woman, hitting her with a stick, 
Chances are. <laughs> Shut up and get in the car. Oh, sorry. Put one in his lips. <laughs> that's what, anyway, that's what you're doing. Hey, hold everything. There's a newsbreaker line, 1220. Let's use on the old uh, newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Kimber, this is Charles Barkley calling. Charles, how you doing? What's up, man? Well, you know, we normally see eye to eye on most things, but I got yeah. a bone to pick with you about uh, X Today's show and all. All right, sir, please do, yes. Well, if General George Patton wanted to relieve some stress alone in his barracks in the heat of war, whose business was... Oh, was well, Army private that he slapped around? No, it's, I'm sorry. Not his own deal. It was the Army. Slapped a, like. a private, all right. Did you see Rick Perry in that pre-debate debate last night or whatever that was? He was terrible, oh, man. Oh, Rick Perry, he's, he's oh, struggling. Oh, God, man. He stumbled around worse than Kimmel's opening segment. It was terrible. <laughs> Get to the point. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know what would be wrong with Rick, Rick Perry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in an interview, he seems to do fine. Yeah, yeah. But put him on a debate stage, and the poor guy can't say landmark food if he had a mouthful of it. You know? <laughs> hey, my sandwich is moving. <laughs> sort of like the Kimmel when he's going to be speaking to that group in November, oh, man. man. <laughs> yeah, do some research, guys. you got three months to cancel. <laughs> I'm not a good speaker. <laughs> oh, man. The golf pro that hired Kimmel to speak said it was like an Amos Schumer movie people were asking to be shot. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we're leaving in droves. I hear they want you back in January, Kimma. Oh, really? I don't Yeah, the guy said it'll be a cold day before we ever book this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cold day, I get it. <laughs> well, Dick Gregory, I don't know if you mentioned it yet, yeah, but he yeah. 100% right about us not getting credit for our inventions. Yeah, yeah Dick Gregory says uh, black people invented hockey and uh, the cotton gin and all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, and Joseph Lowry invented the snooze alarm. Whoever mentions that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure our people invented the tractor. The tractor? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe MF stands for Massive Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> all the way up and down for 100 to get to that joke. <laughs> all right, sir. And finally, yes. after being dropped by the World Wrestling Federation, yeah. WWE, losing yeah. all of his endorsements, yeah. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's racist tirade, Kimmer, yeah. actually resulted in a new job. Have you heard about a it? A new job for Hulk? I didn't hear it. No. Yeah, Hulk's now on the admissions board over there at Jackie Christian Academy. <laughs> that's why right they wouldn't let my producer Wayne's kid in in kindergarten because he worked with me and I'm such a... Don't they have a theme song over there or something? Yeah, it goes something like this. Uh, Jesus loved the little children, except that one and those two over there. If your skin's a different shade, there's a pond where you can wade. <laughs> I think I scared you. <laughs> you scared the hell out of me there for a minute. Things with shade. Cherokee loved most of the children, just, just not, not yours. yours. I love it. Charles, always an honor to have you aboard, sir. So it was an army private. Army private. Oh, he was slapping an army private, his servant. <laughs> Thank you so much. Charles, look out. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, and, and by the way, Dick Gregory did his speech. got paid for it doing it in Ebonics, making fun of white people. I, I've got the highlights are there for you. And also the TCU student. Wait to hear what happened to him. 1225. Let me get to the phones. Here's Mike on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Mike. You're on the radio. Welcome. Sir, not a problem, cameraman. Glad you're back in Atlanta. Thanks. I also love the the three rings of uh, marriage: the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. <laughs> the suffering. Hey, hi hey, hey, oh yeah. I had to follow that one. Something. Yes, sir. Uh, listen, what, hey. what upsets me, man? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the rim shot. Uh, what upsets me is, you know, everybody's all upset about this lion being killed in another country. 
if they hadn't put a name on it, it would have just been a lion. They don't put names on aborted babies. Now maybe we should start doing that. Maybe Boy, there's an start. idea. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, little Frederick know. has a wonderful liver for sale today. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Maybe somebody will start taking some damn responsibility in this country. I love it. Well, yeah. thanks, Super Mike. Fired. All right, man. Like they like they say, uh, it's the GOP that's lost its moral compass. Harry Reid. Oh my God. I mean, he actually said those words. It's the GOP. The Planned Parenthood video, and Geo, and Harry Reid's the Democrat says it's the GOP lost its moral compass. Oh my God. All right, coming up, uh, wait till you hear about this. A TCU student named Harry Vincent was tweeting online concerning radical Islam when he said those hood rat criminals in Baltimore need to be shipped off and exiled to the Sahara Desert. Maybe they'll realize how much we provide for them, welfare, college tuition, Obama phones, Medicare. And clearly, this is not a religion of peace. Uh, well, he, a, formal, a former middle school classmate woman got mad and said this a blank has been posting racist disgusting comments on twitter when i confronted him he called me an islamic blank head well he called her that because she's a, a ta- she bashed the armed forces and said america deserved what we got on 9-11 and so harry said hey any red-blooded american would have boiled at the sight of what she wrote i let my anger get the best of me and called her a, 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 an islamic blank head Good. yeah absolutely tcu suspended harry yeah, suspended him. Uh, Twelve twenty-seven with the camera. News Radio one zero six seven. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by the Landmark Diner. Four slices of burnt toast and a rotten egg. Burnt toast and a rotten egg? Yeah. I got a tape, Wyman. It's good enough for him. Oh! And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, baby. 12.35, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. A News Radio 106.7. Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I've got four tickets for the Braves Diamondbacks Saturday, August 15th. Military Heroes Night, and the Braves will be celebrating our country's past and present servicemen and women. We'll give those away. You want to do it at... Uh, Two o'clock today? What did we do yesterday? One o'clock, I think, wasn't it? Well, let's do it at two o'clock today, and then tomorrow we'll do them early. All right, two o'clock today, uh, 844-404-1067. Andre 3000 from Outcast. By the way, what, what's the deal on three, the name three, Andre 3000? Well, but that's, I mean, he had to pick that. It was, his parents didn't call him Andre 3000. So do we know a story behind that or anything? John Boy, you got any idea? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Andre 3000 from Outcast will be uh, in a starring role in the upcoming season of ABC's American Crime. Andre 3000 will play a prominent architect whose son gets involved in a scandal at an elite private school. The second season of the show will reset the story and characters. Much will be the same cast. So, anyway, all right. Well, very good. Uh, 1892 on this day, Andrew and Abby Borden were axed to death in their home in Fall River, Massachusetts. Lizzie Borden, Andrew's daughter from marriage number one, was accused of the killings, but they, she was acquitted. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax, and when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. I don't know. But she was innocent, found innocent, which is fairly cool. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays. Richard Belzer from Law & Order Special Victims Unit and Homicide is 71. He was a guy who was put into a sleeper hold, I think, by Hulk Hogan. 
and he cracked his head and bled over the stage and sued and won some money from him. Even though, yeah, 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 it was on TV. He was, I forgot whose talk show it was, but he was on somebody's show. Uh, Richard Belzer, the uh, the guy from the Homicide Life, Law and Order, Special Vicks, whatever. Um, and he cracked his head open and was bleeding like crazy and had concussions and all kinds of stuff in a sleeper hold and sued him. Anyway, Richard Belzer is 71, 71 today. And uh, Michael Gelman, remember, you've heard his name from Regis. Is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? <coughs> Sorry. Regis and Kathy Lee used to be their producer. He's uh, 54 today. So there you go. All right, look out. 1237 News Radio 1067. <clears throat> um, unless, all right, I've got the Dick Gregory uh, comments or the written. I don't have any audio of it. Boy, but I love to get the audio of this. He apparently did his speech in Ebonics to the United States Census Bureau this year. They paid him $1,400 to slam white people. And boy, did he. And I'll tell you what he said. First of all, let's do it. Let's, can we do a little movie thing? Let's do a movie sure. thing. There's some <laughs> silly little web thing out about uh, what movie are you? What movie would you be if you uh, fit a certain personality profile? Let's do John Boy first. Okay, John Boy, right. John Boy what's your favorite day? Uh, Saturday. Saturday, all right. Uh, on a rainy day, you'd relax at a fireplace with music on the bed with a sport or something else. Mm, something else. All right. At meetings, you are more of a listener, talker, or both to a degree? A uh, listener. Okay. What would you mostly say about yourself? I like to always be good to everyone I meet. I believe there is a beautiful side to everyone. I appreciate gentleness and honesty. I like to be unique and different. I believe everything will work out for good. I like to be good to everyone I meet. All righty. Uh, when a problem arises between you and others, who do you blame first? One of the others? Yourself? I'll assess everything I don't like to blame. One of the others. <laughs> <laughs> Can you contain yourself when you argue? Yes. I said no on mine. Do you look forward to the holidays every year? Absolutely. Okay, that's yes or no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're Forrest Gump. <laughs> man those aren't my answers we may do it me later i'm not even close to some of those answers i do know I what love is i don't think i want to know what mine would come out to <laughs> holy smokes uh the united states census bureau paid fourteen hundred dollars to dick gregory for an anti-white racist tirade earlier this year judicial watch got a hold of the transcript uh, it was filled with the N-word, conspiracy theories about how the white people in the government assassinated Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, destroyed Tiger Woods and Bill Cosby. Uh, he said, white, Dick Gregory says, white people stole black inventions such as ice hockey. Black people invented ice hockey and the cotton gin. He accused the government of conspiring to kill Michael Brown in Ferguson and Tamir Rice in Cleveland. The movie King Kong is a depiction of former heavyweight boxing champ Jack Johnson dating white women. He says white people treat Obama like dirt. He's a redneck cracker that can't read or write. Uh, he told his audience not to obey white racist cops, whom he refers to as filth. The rioters who destroyed Ferguson after the Michael Brown tried to kill the cop in riot didn't steal enough to make it worthwhile. I was complaining about Ferguson because the N-words weren't getting enough. Did you see the brother go in there and walk out with a half pint? I said, get some tips. I, I don't know what that means. Get some tips. Get some tips. What, is that? Is that a, what, I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe cigarettes? I don't know. Maybe a... I, Cigarello tip? I, I don't Maybe, know. I, yeah. I should know what that means. And and y'all be trying to trick them white folks and say rebellion. No rebellions put together predicted on some white person shooting a black person and it tips it off. Those were riots, man. And he told his audience and public servants if he were president, there would not be a single white person in his cabinet. 
He says, I'll say it ten times. I'm not being misquoted. None of you all would be in my cabinet. Not one white person would be in my cabinet. Dick Gregory paid by the government to give this speech. What the hell are they thinking? By the way, I didn't know about it. We, we Googled this, and it turns out that, uh, that uh, we have been woefully inadequate in describing inventions by black people in America. Really? It, you know, George Washington Carver with a peanut and <laughs> a thousand uses of the peanut, peanut oil, and so on and so forth. But here's some, uh, I can't, these are, these, these are absolutely true that the black people invented. Uh, Ball-peen hammers, lawn chair rivets, juicy fruit candy, lead-free paint, the cross-cut saw, tortoise-shell glasses, Dr. Scholl Medipad inserts, fuzzy slippers, no-lick stamps, workers' comp, plastic solo cups, tequila worms, mescaline, mesh shirts, goldfish farms, jerry curl, unleaded gasoline, fried foods, yams, hamburger buns, jelly rolls, the hostess Twinkie, Necco wafers, parking meters, the cross-cut saw, ether, mimeograph paper, inkwells, fire hose nozzles, those funny plastic things doctors use to look in your ears, nail clippers, rearview mirrors, inner tube, staplers, bowling balls, nurse caps, mouthwash, scotch tape, Serlin-covered golf balls, synthetic wigs, Kentucky jelly, Marlboro cigarettes, jet full, jelly donuts, bifocals, Kleenex, toe fungus, wool mittens, cherry-flavored lip gloss, and hockey. Now see, they invented That's... the cross-cut saw twice? Yeah, fairly. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have that in there twice? No? <laughs> you know, there's always a damn naysayer. <laughs> you, you just came here to argue. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Hear that black guy I saw in the news conference, Uh Yeah, that's me. This is car 15. I'm going to need backup. I've got a stolen vehicle here. But this is my car. Suspect's getting belligerent. What? Officer down. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Jerry Seinfeld, hey, Jerry. and this portion of the Kim Peterson yes, Show sir. Yes, sir. is brought to you by Amy Schumer. Hey, hey, Amy, make better movies, and maybe fewer people will die. Oh, and oh. now here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. Oh. By the way, she was taking it personally that it was her movie where the gunman killed the people. I mean, I don't think it had any... Is there any possible link with the movie called Trainwreck? It was just a movie. I mean, why is she taking it personally? As though she had something to do with it. Like she should take personal responsibility for gun control in America. Well, maybe the guy thought it would be a woman's movie and no one would be able to resist and he could go shoot Well, maybe. Women. I don't know. But, I mean, I, I, I think it's just, I mean, that's so speculative. Why, why is she suddenly, you know, taking point on gun control in America? Amy Schumer? We'll get to that in a minute. First of all, this was the day in 1995, the notorious B.I.G., and Faith Evans got married on this day in 95. They had met two weeks earlier. Two weeks. And got married two weeks after they met. Notorious B.I.G. was shot and killed two years later. And I don't know whether Faith Evans is remarried again or anything. I don't know. But uh, anyway, there you go. All right, I got a couple of birthdays. Daniel Day Kim from Lost in Hawaii 50 is 47. Book him, Dano. Aloha. And actress Kim Carrath from The Sound of Music is 57. She must have been one of the little kids. I don't know which one she is, but she was in The Sound of Kim Carrath, 57. All right, look out. It's only me, 12.51. It's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I like her wine bottles, though. Carrath is... Oh, Jesus. Mary and Joseph. <laughs> I was praying. I was praying. <laughs> Lord! <laughs> I'm not a man! <laughs> what, the, 
One of the great scenes in um, uh, in Doctor Strangelove is when Patton, uh, George C. Scott, uh, says, "Well, let's do a little pair." Lord, there's <laughs> <laughs> no swearing. This is the war room. You can't fight in here. Anyway, twelve fifty-two. It's on the camera. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty-seven. All right, we'll talk about that that handcuffing that bratty little snot kid with a so-called ADHD, DDA, DDA, AAA, DDA, DDA, HHDH. You know, and by the way, where, where the hell did this suddenly come from? I mean, there was no such thing when we were growing up. Was there any such thing when you, John Boy's a millennial, early 20s. Was there such a thing when you were seven? Oh, yeah. There was? All right, Absolutely. So, so it's been tw- about the last 20 years. But before that, there was no such thing. And I don't remember anybody ever having a problem in school. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, my vice principal, I'm telling you, Mr. Tully, would grab you by the collar and hook your, his finger in your collar and with a punch, like a punching bag, on the way down to the principal's office. And people didn't do anything bad again for the second time. I promise you that. Anyway, we'll get to Amy Schubert on the gun control, too. Hold on, 1252. It's the Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker Line. Now, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy. This is going to be great. It's going to be huge. This is Donald Trump calling. Still leading the polls you're killing everybody is i don't care who i run against if it's hillary if it's joe biden i mean frankly i don't believe all these biden rumors camera you don't believe the rumors i mean the day that joe biden gets in the presidential race is the day that some veterans group asks camera to speak to him i mean it's just not gonna happen (laughs) in my opinion Thank you. Howard Schultz, the Starbucks guy, is thinking about running. Yeah, that's you know? right, a billionaire. Yeah. His slogan is, what America needs is a $4 cup of burnt coffee. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like crap. Anyway, I got a lot of criticism from my staff. They said I was a little harsh on the Kimmer show about, you know, having snappy comebacks in case the other oh. candidates insult me. If so, they insult you, you know. Yeah, sure. I came up with another list, a little little, little gentler for oh, Donald did. Trump. All you right, know, my sir. new approach. All right, sir. Uh, here they are, John Boy. The top ten kinder and gentler responses that I, Donald Trump, will have in Thursday night's debate. All right, sir, Donald Trump. Number ten. Hey, Jeb, I just saw your mother. Her picture was on a box of Quaker Oats. <laughs> That's not as bad, right? That's not so bad. Number nine, John Kasich is here. John said he enjoyed serving under Newt until he hit his head on the desk that time. <laughs> Hello. See, these are nicer. <laughs> these are nicer ones. Number eight. Rick Santorum is with us. It's a proud Catholic. Rick won't be withdrawing anytime soon. <laughs> From the race. Yeah. By the way, Rick, Clark Howard wants his sweater vest back. <laughs> he got that on sale, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Number seven. We've got a lot of heavyweights on the stage like Chris Christie. This morning his electronic scale said, hey, Chris, one at a time. <laughs> Much Number nicer. six, Dr. Ben Carson said prison can make you gay. So, Lindsey Graham, what's your excuse? <laughs> it's kind of like a roast. A roast, sort of. Number five, I gave out Lindsey Graham's cell number, but I forgot to include the password. Pound, pound, pound. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Ah, shut up, Lindsey. Number four, Governor Rick Perry is here. Governor Perry, I spoke to your wife. According to her, actually everything isn't big in Texas. <laughs> hey, number three, Governor Huckabee, have you pardoned any convicted murderers so they could kill again lately? Keep up the good work there, Mike. <laughs> number two, <laughs> these are nice. These are much nicer. Number two, back. Rand Paul, your dad told me when you were born he passed out cigar butts. <laughs> <laughs> 
And here it is, Donald Trump's number one comeback at Thursday night's debate. Yes, sir. Governor Jindal, they need more towels in room 211. Jindal! Oh, man. Those are so much sweeter. Your true personality is coming through, sir. He didn't mind serving under Newton until he hit his head on the desk. Actually trying to stay. Thank you so much. Donald, right here. Mercy! 1256. Hey, it's Stan, my official, unofficial black guy. Stanley, welcome aboard. How you doing, sir? All right. How you doing, Kevin? Very well. What's up, my friend? Yeah, man, I just wanted to uh, comment. I had a teacher uh, similar to your principal, but it was kind of crazy because what he would do, you know, I was one of the kids that acted up. I was a good kid, but I acted up. Yeah. I, I think that's why he used me as an example. He would pull out the paddle, take you back into the coat room, and then everybody would be like, oh, my God, he's about to whoop him. <laughs> and then and then he'd tell you when he get back there, now I'm going to start hitting my hand with the paddle, and you start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody say he's whooping his butt. <laughs> so, so he put the fear in everybody like that. <laughs> well, you see, you put yourself to good use as a victim that wasn't really a victim. That's the way we like it. I'm glad nobody got hurt. Look out, it's only the Kimmer, 1257 on News Radio 1067. Before you leave for your long awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more. The Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Jackie Mason, and you are listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You could just listen to the good parts, you know, if there were any. Anyway, tune into the Kimma, Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer was married by a judge. Well, he I... should have asked for a jury. No, wait the a Kimmer minute. Show <laughs> on News Radio <laughs> 1067. Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. A News Radio 1067. 103. Here's our number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. This was the day, 1987, the soundtrack to Dirty Dancing was released. There you go. A couple of birthdays. Actors Dylan and Cole Sprouse from Big Daddy and Grace Under Fire are 23. I don't know... I don't think I've ever seen either one of those shows. They must obviously are twins. Or... <laughs> Clearly they got the same birthday out of <laughs> Same name. That's a pretty good indication. I don't know. Well, I'm losing it. I don't know. <laughs> I just, honestly, I got invited to give a speech at a civic group. Coming up, and I'm, I'm still sweating just thinking about it. I'm not a good speaker. I'm not a good speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Those are actual speech comments. <laughs> that's me. That's what I get up there. That's what it's going to be. I warned him. I warned him. I warned him. Plug him, plug him, plug him, plug him, plug him. These are all out of context. 
All right, I got it. It's only me, uh, 104. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We were, uh, talked earlier about the line, and we got a billion things to talk about today. The TCU student who was suspended from school uh, because of comments he tweeted about Muslims and uh, and reaction to someone else. And also the Dick Gregory comments paid by the government to give an anti-white speech at the Census Bureau. And we'll talk about that cop who handcuffed, actually arm-cuffed. The kid was so small that he had to put the handcuffs on his biceps behind his back uh, for the little brat who was acting up with this, this one of these diseases that is, must make the pharmaceutical companies absolutely thrilled. Oh, God, sweetness, Bell. How the hell I jumped just in the middle of a thing on a thing there? Got sweetness, stinking sweetness, Bell. Hold on a minute. Ten, I'm nine, coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Four, All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, a sweetness bell. I was visiting my daughter last night when I asked if I could borrow a newspaper. This is the 21st century, she said. We don't waste money on newspapers. Here, use my iPad. I can tell you this. That fly never knew what hit him, but my daughter was sure ticked off. To the newspaper. All right, then. Bing, pow, pow. How about this one? <laughs> you don't like that one? We'll try this one. Never come back. I hate it. <laughs> If you're going to discuss foreign policy with Obama supporters, always remember this. Most of them believe that Iran is what they did after robbing a liquor store. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Thank you. Well, if Dick Gregory can make fun of white people and call them all kinds of vicious names and cops and everything else, then I guess we can do whatever we want to. Anyway, I'm, I'm tired of the name call. I just it's wrong. Uh, the Amy Schumer thing kind of gets me. Amy Schumer is taking it personally about the uh, gunfire at her movie Trainwreck in Louisiana. And I didn't know until I saw it on the news, uh, was it late yesterday, that she is a cousin to Senator Chuck Schumer from New York. I had no idea. Amy Schumer, Chuck Schumer, they're related, cousins. Well, she was at the, the senator's side yesterday for a news conference about the opening fire in the movie in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, she said, this man should never have been able to put his hands on a gun in the first place. And she's in favor of Chuck Schumer's three-pronged plan about gun control. But it really has nothing to do with gun control as much as it is another issue entirely, such as... Uh, Senator Schumer wants to compel states to share information about felons and wife beaters. Uh, The mentally ill with the federal government wants to have a national background check for the mentally ill. Survey all the states on their standards for involuntary commitment for the mentally ill. And get Congress to fully fund mental health and substance abuse programs. Well, okay. I mean, who, who isn't in favor of that? That's got nothing to do with gun control. Those laws wouldn't have made a damn bit of difference for the people in Lafayette, Louisiana. I mean, I mean, it's just it's 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 idiocy. What they wanted this is the first, they just want to take our guns. They just want to take our guns. It's as simple as that. And we're not going to let them. All right, one oh seven. Uh, now the school resource officer in Kenton County, Kentucky, Deputy Kevin Sumner, is facing a lawsuit from the ACLU. He handcuffed elementary school children who were acting out in school. The ACLU says he was uh, handcuffing them because of their disabilities, which is against the law. An 8-year-old boy and a 9-year-old girl both got handcuffed. They have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD. 
which is one of the newer uh, diseases for children, allowing the pharmaceutical companies to make billions of dollars off more medicine for children. Uh, anyway, this is the sound. If you hadn't heard it, this is the sound of what would happen to the kid in the school with the handcuffs by the cop. You, don't get this one like that. you can do what we've asked you to, or you can yeah, talk to the cop. Now that hurts. Now sit down in the chair like I've asked you to. He said, if you want the handcuffs off, you're going to have to behave and ask me nicely. If you're behaving, I'll take them off. But as long as you're acting up, you're not going to get them off. The kid was kicking the cop. The little boy was kicking the cop. Now, clearly, he wasn't going to kill the cop. He didn't have a gun. He wasn't going to, you know, put the cop in the hospital. But he was in school acting out physically. And now the question comes, what do you do with a kid acting out physically Whether or not he's been diagnosed with this ADHD, and frankly, I'm a little iffy on the whole topic of that, I'd be honest with you. I think drugging our children. And by the way, you know, in the military, I I think, I'm not sure about this, but it used to be that if you admit on a form when you want to join the military that you as a child took like, um, what are the... Ritalin. Ritalin and uh, what's the... Xanax or... Mescaline. Mescaline, Ritalin, (laughs) Xanax. Ether. Jamaican Red, Ether, Paxil, whatever. Then you can't get in the military. Now, I think I think that's still true. If you you as a child took those drugs, I think you're no longer eligible to join the Marines or join the military. Anyway, the ACLU says shackling children's not okay. It's traumatizing and illegal. The mother claims that her son, she was heartbroken to watch her little boy suffer because of this experience. It's hard for him to sleep. He has anxiety, and he's scared of seeing the officer in school. Well, I assume that's probably true. And I'll bet she's not going to kick the cop the next time he sees him in the hall room either. Anyway, you know, you don't care about children, man. You care about lions, man. You care about children, man. (laughs) Well, if the boy's name was Cecil, I would have cared more about him than his little Timmy. What about Cecil? Uh, Cecil, you know, yes. Yeah. Cecil had his bumper shoot. He was on the trolley, you know, taking the lift. <laughs> that Cecil, you dipwad. It's a freaking miracle, man. It's a miracle. Cecil. Amy Schumer handcuffing a little brat. Schumer? <laughs> Schumer. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to sit here <laughs> and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. Gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, here's Philip on News Radio 1067 on the Old Kimber program. Oh, it's guy, hey, Philip. What's going on, man? Welcome. Hey, man. I just wanted to thank you for your service. Uh, I didn't serve, but uh, it just means a lot to me that you did and all the people before you and after you. Uh, and I just got to agree with you about the cop and the, and the kid. You know, I. I don't know how to feel about that, but it's it's crazy. But, I mean, kids need to be taught some kind of discipline sometime in their life. And if the parent's not going to do it, then who's going to do it, you know? Well, that, you know, that, and the only thing I, uh, thanks, Philip, and thanks for your kind words, too. I do appreciate it. Um, in terms of disciplining children who are, you know, if, if a kid yells at a teacher, I don't think the teacher would be able to slap him. I mean, if if a kid's acting up, I I have a little problem. I, I, I'd rather the family be in charge of physical corporal punishment to a child. However, when you have kids who are officially diagnosed with problems like this, physical restraining is allowed, and in fact, it's it's encouraged. So you separate them and get them away from the rest of the kids. And how would you like to be a special? How would you like to be a teacher who deals with this every day? 
All right, maybe uh, maybe Elisa uh, can uh, can help us here coming up shortly. I mean, Newsbreak Line is coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor, too. Uh, but first, but 112. we're not going to sit here and listen to you bad mouth the United States of America. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got now. This is Bill Belichick, and unfortunately, <laughs> Kim Peterson, and we're on the training camp. It's already been addressed, and I know it's Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, Tom Brady, who was uh, 38 years old yesterday on the birthday, is suing in federal court. He's not taking it lying down. He's going to court over the over the suspension. This could be interesting. Uh, hold on, Elise. We'll get right to you. Newsmaker line for the sighting doctor. Coming up here, doctor. Coming up here. I didn't get a doctor out of this guy. Thank you very much. Uh, this was the day, 1975. Robert Plant, vocalist for Led Zeppelin. Robert Plant and his family were seriously hurt in a car wreck while on vacation. It forced Led Zeppelin to postpone their U.S. tour on this day in 1975. Uh, birthday, actor Billy Bob Thornton is 60 today. 844-404-1067. We'll give away Braves tickets for Saturday, August 15th against the Diamondbacks Military Heroes Night. And we'll give those away after two, uh, during the 2 o'clock news. You can give us a buzz, 844-404-1067. Uh, let me start with Elisa and uh, Newsbreaker Line coming up shortly. Hello, Elisa. Welcome aboard. Thanks for holding. Hi. Yes, I just want, I was sure listening to what you said about uh, not believing or disbelief in ADD or ADHD. Well, I, I'm curious. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I, it just seems so fishy to me that the kids are being overprescribed all these drugs. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, where did this come from? It, it, you know, it, nobody had ever heard of this kind of thing just not very long ago. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm suspicious. I'm not sure how to feel about it, to be honest with you. Well, I, I'm not going to say that I, I, I disagree with things being over, overprescribed. However, as I am now 45 years old, as a child in the 70s, there was no such thing. This was not diagnosed. So I was misdiagnosed my entire life. I couldn't, I couldn't focus. I couldn't sit still in class. They IQ tested me. I IQ tested at 139. So it wasn't anything with that, but yet I could not sit still. I was constantly fidgeting. It was, and so I was, they put me in special ed. They didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. And I never received any sort of treatment other than therapy, which was continual because of whatever issues. I, I just thought I was always bad. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And it was not until my – and I had problems even going up in my career through work. And I have – I'm a professional – I have a professional career. And I went through college later on in life and did everything else I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I did not – I had issues with just sitting in front of a computer for longer than 15 minutes or – without being disruptive. And those problems were my entire life. It was not until my son, which by the way, it is genetic. It does go with a lot of genetic issues. My okay. mother was, and now, now after realizing my mother who's now since passed away, also had the same exact issue. But it was not until my son was diagnosed that <clears throat> I recognized the same issues in myself. And I went and saw a doctor and they said, no, it is adult ADD, and it is the problem is with, with girls. It is more difficult to diagnose as children because we don't necessarily have the hyperactivity portion of it. It's just the attention deficit portion yeah. that's an issue. So it was not until my son was diagnosed that I recognized the same issues in myself, and he improved dramatically. And I started becoming that they had to, uh, they gave me medication as well, yeah. and I improved dramatically. And I have been able to be a functioning adult ever since. Well, but I, I'm, I, if had I had I had treatment yeah. when I was younger as a child, 
I could have done a lot further in school than I had. Well, Lisa, I appreciate. I, I believe you. I appreciate it. I just the thing is still a mystery, and especially the causes. I mean, where, where did this suddenly? It used to be, you know, sit down too much sugar in your diet. I mean, whatever. It just it just seems a little fishy to me. But I I believe you, and I appreciate your story, and I'm sure that uh, that uh, you're better for it, and your kid is too. But you know, I, I, well, one twenty three. It's the news mega line. Let's see who's on the old news mega line. Uh, good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling for crying out loud. Hey, you Rodney, know? how you doing? How are you? Well, I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape, <laughs> well, you know? Well, you're in rough shape, right? Yeah, last week I was on vacation. I told a bellhop to hand on my bag. He started to feel on my wife. <laughs> That's a good And my wife, I don't trust her, you know, Kimmer? You don't Kimmer? trust her, no? I mean, it. every time I walk in a house, a parrot yells quick out the window. <laughs> Yeah, ADD is real. I don't care what you say, yeah, you know. Real, and so yeah. is WDD, which Dexter King suffers from. <laughs> What's you know? that again? Work deficiency <laughs> disorder, <laughs> you know. He's <laughs> a breakfast sandwich named after Dexter King at McDonald's. You heard about which, it? Which one is that? Called the Do Nothing McMuffin. Do I tell nothing you. McMuffin. <laughs> hey, did you see where Reba McIntyre is going through an ugly divorce? An ugly divorce. Yeah. Of course, any divorce Reba is involved in would be pretty ugly <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, hey, Reba McIntyre. Ken, when she bought, was born, the ink Beta had tinted glass. <laughs> Reba McIntyre, she went to a haunted house. They gave her an application, all right? <laughs> hey, did you see where Will Smith and his wife Jada may be divorcing? Yeah, that was what they're saying. Yeah, they're anticipating a big custody battle over their dress-wearing son, Jaden Smith. Yeah, they're dressed, yeah. yeah. Apparently, the loser winds up with Jaden. <laughs> you take him. <laughs> Jaden Smith, you can. He's doing experimental type of music. It's a cross between calypso and rap, Kim. Calypso and rap. Yeah, I think I call it crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of rap, you know Nancy Grace's favorite rapper? No, I don't, sir. The one around the Hershey's bar. <laughs> Hershey bar rapper. <laughs> Nancy Grace, you couldn't. She tried computer dating. The machine maxed her up with Detroit. <laughs> And when she dances, the record skips at the radio station. She's fat, all right? She's a big girl. I tell you, though, everybody has a tough camera. Everybody. They have a tough, really. Yeah, in these troubling times, it's good to know that every once in a while we get some good news for a change. Some good, good news, news yeah. Yeah, good news. yeah, like three members of the Bin Laden family dying in a plane crash. I mean... <laughs> You know I'm kidding around, Kim. Oh, no, just a kidder. I here forgot here. to mention the really tragic part of all that. Oh, what know? was that, sir? The two empty seats. <laughs> <laughs> what a crowd, boy. Hey, Rodney, hey, what right a here. crowd. Thank Good you. Crowd. you know, I love respect. crowds. I love crowds. We're Rodney. <laughs> That's why I used to go to Kim's house between 3 and 7. Yeah, you know? wait a minute. <laughs> Take a number, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rodney, right here. Hi-yo. Mercy. 125 on News Radio 1067. Here's Lee on News Radio 1067. Lee, thanks for holding. What's going on, sir? Hey, Kim, we're good day to you. Thank Love you, sir. You thanks. Uh, back when I grew up with the school growing up, and they had medicine for ADD back then. Uh, it was called the size 38. It was made out of leather. Yeah, <laughs> belt. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, really, and I don't. I really don't. I don't mean to demean someone's issues of their personality disorders, whatever. But it just, you know, all of a sudden it's boom, and and the the pharmaceutical companies are making billions, billions off of these prescriptions for drugs. And you know, how many times has a psychiatrist or a medical doctor said kids are being overprescribed all these medicines? So I mean. They're, uh, and wh- wh- where did it come from? 
I mean, have you ever heard? It, it can't be because of the strontium ninety in milk all of a sudden. I mean, we've had. I mean, are, I mean, are the dietary habits of Americans from from the eighteen nineties and the nineteen forties, fifties, and sixties suddenly different lately? I mean, I don't understand. What's the cause? TV. You know, nobody had TV before 1955 or something. I mean, there's got to be a reason for it, and I just don't understand it. And I think we're overprescribing our kids. All right, hold on. All right, we got Kenneth, we got Chris. Hold on, you guys. It's only me, 127 on News Radio 1067. Yeah, this is Bugs Bunny. <laughs> portion yeah. of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> is brought to you by the James Jordan Cocktail. Oh. It's two shots and a splash of water. Ain't I a stinker? And now oh, here's your host, Michael the Kimmer. Jordan's- Dolly Parton. I like Dolly Parton. I just, I like Dolly Parton. Well, Dolly Parton says there's not enough family shows on TV like Little House on the Prairie or The Waltons anymore. So Dolly Parton's doing a special for NBC based on her song, this one, Code of Many Colors. It'll be on in December. Dolly Parton may do other specials about the simple life she enjoyed growing up as a country girl. She's still involved with a 9 to 5 musical on Broadway and is considering a feature film, but she says she's lived so long she has so many stories to tell, can't tell them in one place, so she'll do a special on NBC, The Code of Many Colors, in December. <laughs> you don't like Dolly Parton? I like her as a person. I mean, I like her just as a woman, you know? She just seems real and down to earth and, and you know, just cool. She just seems like an honest-to-goodness girl. I like her. Good for her. Oh, my God, it's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. A reminder, 2 o'clock, 844-404-1067. 2 o'clock, we'll give away a Butch on Hold during the news and give away four tickets to the Braves and Diamondbacks Saturday, August 15th. Military Heroes Night. God bless you. Semper Fi, and thanks for serving our country together. 136. All right, let's get back to the phones. We're side of this ADHD business. You heard the uh, soundbite, or maybe you have. You're probably aware of it by now, about the deputy who handcuffed the 8-year-old boy and did it to a 9-year-old girl, too, acting up in class. The boy was kicking uh, kicking the cop, and he said, listen, if you behave, I'll take off the handcuffs. And it was, I mean, it's, it's hard to listen to because it's a little boy screaming and crying and saying, oh, that hurts, that hurts. I mean, it's not, it's not fun to listen to, but it just raises the whole issue again of whether ADHD is so overprescribed that it's become just a, a method for the pharmaceutical companies to make billions of dollars. Um, Pete, run down the line here. We'll see who's up first. Uh, Chris on News Radio 106.7. Chris, how's it going? Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, glad to talk to you. Uh, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. Appreciate my honor. Uh, I I think this is hilarious. I love it. Um, uh, I just got back from a seven-month deployment myself, and hearing all this stuff, you know, overseas, you hear all this stuff, and you're like, I don't even want to go back. And then you hear something like this, I'm like, ah, welcome back to America. <laughs> you think it's uh, ADHD is just uh, in the mind of the beholder? I sure do. I sure do. And it's, it's going to kill us. It's killing us as it is. You go talk to a recruiter right now and you say, I got ADHD, you're out immediately. It's yeah. like In fact, I, I asked, I wonder about that earlier. I knew that it used to be that if you admitted that you took uh, pills for ADHD, you were no longer qualified for military service. Yep. Any branch, there's like 10 questions they ask you when you get to the, get to the recruiter. That's like number three on the list. You got ADD, you're out. So it's, wow. uh, it's killing us all around. Semper Fi, Chris, and welcome home, my friend. Thanks for your service, too. Here's uh, Kenneth on uh, it's 138. Kenneth on News Radio 1067. Kenneth, welcome, sir. You're on the radio. Hey, welcome home, Kimmer. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I got divorced over this exact issue. Really? Yes. 
And by uh, the way, different. Pete made a comment earlier. I don't mean to interrupt, but, but Pete Pete believes, I think uh, we were talking earlier, that it's the mothers, it's the women who are have more of a tendency to say, oh, we've got to give pills to my kid because he's got this attention deficit problem. You think that's it, true? Is it, that what happened in your case? Too much trust. And well, the doctor said, well, I said, yeah, you know what? The doctor prescribed me or said that I had ADD. I'm not taking medicine for that. <laughs> it, uh, okay, I... I Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. I mean. But but no. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to medicate my ten year old kid. Is, is that what broke up the marriage? I mean, you mentioned that was yep. an issue. Really? Yeah. And, and when my kid is with me, and he's with me about half the time, I don't give him the medicine. Now, she claims that it. You know, the teachers say that it is. Uh, he's better off. You know, no, he's not. Well, if he's drugged up, no, he's, he's not he's, causing he's a, he's a problem, a but then you're just drugging your kid to shut him up in class. Exactly. He's a little drone now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when he's on the stuff and when he's with me, I don't give it to him. Like I don't want you taking that. Yeah. Wow. Kenneth, I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, Patrick on News Radio 1067, 139 with the camera. Patrick, you're on the radio. Welcome, sir. Hey, how you doing, camera? Good. What do you think, man? Well, what I think is I know this one lady, She's her little son's got ADD, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And she was telling me that her son is getting a SSI off of it. He's only about five years old. I said, wow, that's something new. Really? I heard that. Yes. Social Security payments, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, SSI, what they call a crazy check, yeah. Wow. Uh, well, Patrick, I, that, you know, again, yeah, that's a little fishy. Uh, here's Alex on News Radio 106.7. Alex, welcome. You're on the radio, sir. Hey, Dale Dog. How you doing? All right, man. Semper five. What's up? I love your show. Thanks, hey, uh, look, my eleven-year-old uh, is on Adderall or the generic version. Mm-hmm. And when he first started out, they prescribed him the five milligrams just to see how he worked out and everything. Yeah. And and long story short, that was three hundred thirty dollars a month Ooh. out of pocket. Wow. Now, fast forward, they get him up to fifteen milligrams. Guess how much it is? I don't know. Hundred hundred ten dollars a month. Out of pocket. Wow. Three times the amount, but one-third of the price. Does that make sense? It does not make sense to me. I, I, I think. See, I think there's so much scheming going on here, and I don't. And I hate to throw blame anywhere, but come on, th- these things just don't make any sense. David on News Radio 1067. David, thanks, man. You're on. Welcome. Hi, uh, Kim. I love the show. Thanks. Uh, ADD is not new. I, I graduated in the '80s, and a bunch of me and my friends had it. And our doctor's name was Coach Douglas, and his prescription pad was about three quarters of an inch thick. And, <laughs> and I filled my prescription twice, and I was cured. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coaches for doctor. Here's uh, Maurice on News Radio 1067. Hi, Maurice. Welcome aboard. Chairman, huge fan. Got a little fan club. We, at my job, we listen to you all day, and we just. Call each other back and forth, just laughing. Well, man. thanks. So, uh, you're very kind. You're, we, we're very you're kind. Awesome. But listen, I say this coming from a. I have a little bit of information on this. Yeah. This whole uh, generic drug thing. Yeah. Um So uh, we have a friend. My, my wife's a uh, actual uh, has a master's in psychology, and we have a friend who's actually a uh, uh, pharmaceutical rep. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. She told us about ten or eleven years ago that at a conference that the biggest market that the pharmaceutical drug uh, people, what they were trying to tap in to was the marketing and sale of drugs 
to healthy people. Yeah. Okay. To healthy so, people. So, and that's what you get your. That's what you get your. Uh, uh, you listen to a bunch of generic um, symptoms. Yeah. And you listen to them over a commercial, and you think to yourself, "Oh man, I, I get up and that's see me at least yeah. three times a night." Yeah. You know, and you you automatically associate that with you, so you automatically seeing that. Uh, feel that you have that issue, so you run to your doctor, and your doctor's happy to prescribe it for you because he gets a kickback off. And the pharmacy's glad to see you coming, too. Maurice, I appreciate your comments. You know, it's easy to do a show like this when you're surrounded by juvenile delinquents. (laughs) It makes it easy for us. Anyway, hold on, you guys. News Breaking Lights coming to you. 143 on News Radio 103. (laughs) Dave's not here. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Talent on loan <laughs> from God. Rush. It is I, Rush Limbaugh, uh, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is yes. brought to you by Pete Davis. Oh, Pete Davis. A great guy, yeah. even though he never sent me any of those Oxycontin. <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. Yes, how's that old golf better thing doing? How you feeling, buddy? You're looking still, you're looking oh, pretty drunk. Still, still got plain life. There you go, all righty. <laughs> Uh, 151, it's only me, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Now, don't forget, at 2 o'clock, we're going to clear the lines, and uh, we're going to give away the Braves tickets to go see the Diamondbacks. Four tickets for Saturday, August 15th, Military Heroes Night. During the 2 o'clock news, it's 151. 844-404-1067. The Americana Music Association will give special honors in September in Nashville. To, among others, Don Henley, uh, Buffy St. Marie, who was an old uh, folk singer from the 60s and 70s, I guess. Uh, David Rawlings. Now, who's David Rawlings? Music Association to David Rawlings. I have no idea who that is. He's getting an award. Ricky Skaggs and Los Lobos. Anyway, we'll find out. That's uh, coming up in September. Uh, what else we got? Let's get back to the phones. 152. Newsbreaker line's coming up, too. In fact, hold, hold everything. I got Tony and Maria and Bill and Matt. But first, let's use on the old Newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. <laughs> Bring it to me. No, you, you're so Bring close. Bring no. here. No, I just, you just don't have it. Just John like, Kerry calling. Yes, sir. You're just checking in, are you? Yes, if Joe Biden's going to run, maybe I should try again, Kimmer. (laughs) I mean, why not? Look at all the other losers they're bringing back and propping up these days. I mean, why not? You know, (laughs) I tell you what, I I don't want to really weigh in on the ADD. It's a big topic, but I tell you, as a fellow golfer, I'm more concerned with GDD. These these kids with a golfing delay disorder. (laughs) Six hours for a round, a a four-year-old kid on a weekend. I'm sorry, you know. It's just too much to take. (laughs) Turn the drugs, all right. Yeah, the difference, but do you know the difference between Jericho the Lion and the Kimmer's radio career? I do not know the difference. Apparently, Jericho isn't dead after all. (laughs) (laughs) The brother Cecil is. It's a shame about Jericho. You know, the news came out, they immediately lowered the flag at the White House in tribute to the Lion as opposed (laughs) to the five brave servicemen who died in Chattanooga. You know, we don't have time for them, right? Forgot about them. (laughs) They aren't eligible for a Purple Heart. The Chattanooga men that died, the Navy man and the Marines. Well, I, John Kerry, got three, one for stubbing my toe, one for cutting myself shaving, and a third one twisting my ankle running to the bottom of the swift boat. <laughs> well, they're shooting at you. <laughs> Did you get all that? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, my purple hearts were about as illegitimate, Kimmer, as my recent induction into the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> I didn't know you got it. Don't yeah, well, that. I sent the 500 box, bucks to the mailboxes, etc. drop box in Savannah to the nonprofit wink wink. Yeah. <laughs> I included a note that said, keep it fair. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't forget that. The Georgia Radio Hall of Fame is a division of Cox Broadcasting. There you go. Don't forget. A subsidiary of Men's Warehouse, which is not a clothing store, but a warehouse full of men. They wear the suits. <laughs> I tell you, when it comes to crotch measurements, those guys are pretty hands-on. I mean, they want to make sure they get that part right. Yes, sir, they do. Well, Rick Perry got another pathetic debate performance last uh, night. He blamed it on an earlier lunch at Taco Bell. A lunch at Taco Bell? Well, apparently he really stunk the place up. <laughs> he had dinner at the Landmark, so it's <laughs> pretty gamey in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations to Larry and Eric of the regular guys. They're getting back together. Kimmer. I didn't hear that, really. They signed a big deal with Amazon. Have you heard about no, it? No, Amazon, no. I... Yeah, I mean, sealing shipping boxes at nine bucks an hour is better than nothing at all. You know? <laughs> oh, so... well, I thought you meant radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> There may be a few radios that they work on. <laughs> now, Monica Lewinsky's making quite a name of herself, you know. Uh, she is again now. Yeah, she's writing best-selling books. She's a demand mm -hmm. as a lecturer. Yeah. Teresa and I saw her. And this fall, she's going to be on Broadway in a revival of South Pacific. Revival of South Pacific? I'm going to watch that man right out of my hair. Famous song from <laughs> days of what? old. Some enchanted evening. She's going to sing them all, you know. <laughs> this nearly was mine. It's just one of the songs. Many, many songs. <laughs> Don't hear anything into that. Musical. Close to my heart she came. Look at all. Thank you. Look at all. Actual Rogers and Hammerstein. I'm positive. <laughs> Richard Rogers, somebody. This nearly was mine. Great to be on the show. <laughs> Secretary. Carry right here with a kiver. Thank you so much. Oh my God, man! All righty. All right, let's get one of the related Kimber callers, uh, Kimber Babe. Maria on uh, News Radio 106.7. Thanks for holding, Maria. You're on the radio. Almost out of time for this section. Yes, ma'am. I'll go fast. You made me follow that. Listen, <laughs> Sorry. my theory yeah. is back in the day when we were growing up, our grandparents. The pesticides weren't nearly as sophisticated as they are now. Yeah. I'm sure you were the Monsanto thing, and our current president, all kinds of Monsanto, gave them a free uh, free pass because we didn't have all the steroids and, and junk. Like, so I yeah. think that's where the ADHD cancers a lot of that. And yeah. so, sign in Obama. Yeah, well, thank you, Maria. I really appreciate it. Again, I don't know. And I'll tell you what, uh, Tony and Bill and Matt, I feel badly for you. But we're going to have to clear the lines because I promise to give away the tickets. So we'll, unless you, in fact, hang hey, man, if you want to ask if they want to be in on the tickets, they can hold on. That'll be fine. Four tickets, Braves and Diamondbacks, Saturday, August 15th, Military Heroes Night. And if they want to be on for that, great. And we'll put them on hold. If not, we'll clear the lines during the news. 844-404-1067. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404 325 
7676 or showcaseinc.com. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just, just, just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three on on News Radio 1067. <laughs> the Kimmer's teeth are like the stars. Well, thank you. They thank come you. out at night. <laughs> the well, Kimmer right. Show on News Radio 1067. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. All right, 204. We're going to give away these tickets here shortly. Uh, News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. And it was on this day in 1992, drummer Jeff Porcaro of Toto died suddenly of heart disease. He was only 38. Also, uh, John Boy, you know the Everly Brothers? I do. Heard of the Everly Brothers? Well, on this day, here's how times have changed not that long ago. 1957, the Everly Brothers introduced their single, Wake Up Little Susie, on the Ed Sullivan Show. Your really big show, Ed Sullivan Show. 1957, the song was so controversial, radio stations banned it. The lyrics were, uh, the movie didn't have much of a plot, uh, we fell asleep, our goose is cooked, our reputation shot wake up little Susie. They were to drive in, fell asleep, and got home late, so everybody thought they were having sex. And radio, because they got home late from the movies. And everybody, and the radio stations banned it. That's how times have changed. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, geez. Anyway. Out of got 205, and it's only me. It's only the camera. Let's get back to this. Let's give away these tickets. Uh, Pete, what's our, uh, in fact, John Boy had a suggestion for, uh, what's our uh, question for the Braves tickets? Four tickets, Braves and Diamondbacks, Saturday, August 15th, Military Heroes Night, saluting past and present uh, servicemen and women. Yes, sir. Okay, Randy Johnson, as a Arizona Diamondback, pitched a perfect game. Who did he do it against? Randy Johnson was that six foot six inch left handed uh, snake of a. He had his slider was unhittable basically. He had that little teeny mustache. He was not an attractive man, but he had that little mustache. And when he was at the Yankees, he had to shave it because Steinbrenner didn't allow facial hair. But when he was in the Diamondbacks, he pitched a perfect game against whom did he pitch it? Here is Jim on News Radio 1067. What's your answer, Jim? Oh, uh, Braves. <laughs> yeah, you're a winner. <laughs> a throwaway answer. <laughs> and you're the winner. Congratulations. Well, that was easier than I thought. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, we did. We, you got him, right? We did. There you go. Anyway, well, that was easy. I, we thought that, I thought that'd be harder than that. Of course, he was totally guessing, but guessing is good. Guessing works fine. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I have news lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. In fact, get the Trump one from yesterday ready. Let's play that. In fact, let's play that right here. If you can get that one here, I'll play that one from yesterday. Because the uh, debate, and, and I'll t- I think it's at 5 o'clock today that Fox is announcing the top 10 candidates who are eligible for Thursday night's debate. And by the way, this this could be, I hope it's a free-for-all. I hope it's not some, you know, you have 30 seconds to respond to candidate number four and that kind of crap. I hope it's an actual, you know, argument where they, you know, well, what are you going to take that, Bob? And stuff like that. Uh, and also, I don't know whether you've heard the latest survey uh, study that said the uh, the best pickup lines for men to use on women. And by the way, women don't get, I mean, these, these don't work. The, the number one was something like, uh, excuse me, but I lost my phone number. Can I have yours? You think a girl is going to be is going to go do anything with you because of that line? 
Yeah, I always used to. I always used to just go up and say, uh, "Excuse me, but can I buy you a sports car or a boat or anything like that?" And then they start laughing, and then you get to know them anyway. But, uh, you haven't had so much to drink. You're starting to look good to me right now. Hey, how about that, oh, baby? <laughs> or Mr. Microphone? Heard a pretty girl. <laughs> One more time. Hey, we'll be back to pick you up later. Oh, I can't wait to jump in your car. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, two oh eight. The debate's coming up. Here's a newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy. This is going to be great. It's going to be huge. This <laughs> the, is Donald Trump the, calling. Still leading the polls. You're killing everybody. Is I the... don't care who I run against, if it's Hillary, if it's Joe Biden. I mean, frankly, I don't believe all these Biden rumors, Kimmy. You don't believe the rumors? I mean, the day that Joe Biden gets in the presidential race yeah. is the day that some veterans group asks Kimmer to speak to him. I mean, it's just not going to happen, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Howard Schultz, the Starbucks guy's thinking about running. Yeah, that's you know? right, a billionaire, yeah. His slogan is, what America needs is a $4 cup of burnt coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like crap. Anyway, I got a lot of criticism from my staff. They said I was a little harsh on the Kimmer show about, you know, having snappy comebacks in case the other oh. candidates insult me. If so, they insult you, you know. Yeah, I came up with another list, a little little, little gentler from oh, Donald did. Trump. All you right, know, my sir. new approach. All right, sir. Uh, here they are, John Boy. The top ten kinder and gentler responses that I, Donald Trump, will have in Thursday night's debate. All right, sir, Donald Trump. Number ten. Hey, Jeb, I just saw your mother. Her picture was on a box of Quaker Oats. <laughs> That's not as bad, That's right? That's not so bad. Number nine, John Kasich is here. John said he enjoyed serving under Newt until he hit his head on the desk that time. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are nicer. These are nicer ones. Number eight. Rick Santorum is with us. It's a proud Catholic. Rick won't be withdrawing anytime soon. <laughs> From the race. Yep. By the way, Rick, Clark Howard wants his sweater vest back. <laughs> he got that on sale, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Number seven. We've got a lot of heavyweights on the stage like Chris Christie. This morning his electronic scale said, hey, Chris, one at a time. <laughs> Much Number nicer. six, Dr. Ben Carson said prison can make you gay. So, Lindsey Graham, what's your excuse? <laughs> it's kind of like a roast. A roast, sort of. Number five, I gave out Lindsey Graham's cell number, but I forgot to include the password. Pound, pound, pound. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. <laughs> ah, shut up, Lindsey. Number four, Governor Rick Perry is here. Governor Perry, I spoke to your wife. According to her, actually everything isn't big in Texas. <laughs> hey, number three, Governor Huckabee, have you pardoned any convicted murderers so they could kill again lately? Keep up the good work there, Mike. <laughs> number two. <laughs> These are nice. These are much nicer. Number two, back. Rand Paul, your dad told me when you were born he passed out cigar butts. <laughs> <laughs> And here it is, Donald Trump's number one comeback at Thursday night's debate. Yes, sir. Governor Jindal, they need more towels in room 211. Jindal! Oh, 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 man. Look out. 211. That was from earlier today here on News Radio 1067. And Joe Biden may be getting into the race. And I'm, I'm looking at the picture of him. When Remember when uh, the Defense Secretary Ashton Carter was speaking and uh, Biden came up behind Ashton Carter's wife put his hands all over her neck and shoulders and stuck his nose in her hair and was whispering to her. It was just creepy, just creepy. And then, remember, uh, the daughter of Senator Chris Coons last month, or a couple of months ago, uh, he was being I was sworn in or did something at a ceremony, and his little girl Maggie is, I think, 14 years old, 
And he, he, was, he was talking to her, and then he said, boy, you better put a fence around this one. Yeah, she's going to be fighting off the boys there. So I mean, talking about how sexy a 14-year-old girl was. The daughter of the senator. I mean, old creepy Uncle Joe, man. I don't know. Uh, 212. Hold on, Tony. I'll get to it. We'll talk more about the ADHD. But first, it's 212. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106. Look out. Look out. Here we go. Friends, this is Larry King with Larry. exciting news from Sunsource. Oh, right, it's half ginkgo biloba, yeah. half milk of magnesia. Oh, really? It's for people who can't remember crap. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's your Thank host, you. the Kimmer. Look out, a couple of birthdays. Hall of Fame running back John Riggin, 66. The guy who went to the dinner with the Sandra Day O'Connor of the Supreme Court and told her, Hey, lighten up, Sandy. <laughs> True story. Uh, track star Mary Decker St- uh, Slaney, 57. Roger Clemens is 53. And driver Jeff Gordon's 44. But first, holy crap, it's sports and Pete oh, Davis. That Mary Decker Slaney, she was something, wasn't she? She was something there. Kick her shoes <laughs> off and run around the track for me. Braves spotted the Giants six runs last night before charging back with a three-run homer from Jace Peterson to make it 7-5 to five San Francisco with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Chris Johnson singled that A.J. Pruszynski smashed a two-run homer to tie the game. The Giants go ahead 8-7 to seven in the top of the 12th. That's when this happened. 3-1. Hit in the air and hit well. Right center field. Blanco racing back, looking up. It's gone! Adonis Garcia has won the game! Jim Powell's you heard right here on your yeah. FM home. And he's a rookie, race. right? He's, he's no, a... Jim Powell's been around a while. No, no, silly. <laughs> 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 but this is like his second big uh, big thing for the Braves. In, in... It's amazing yeah. what this kid has done. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about it. The Bravos stormed back with a two-run homer from Adonis off Ryan Vogelsong to win 9-8. to They did it with their two best players on the bench, Andrelton Simmons and Freddie Freeman. It's the biggest comeback since Chipper hit the walk-off homer off Papelbon of the Phillies three years ago. Now, Adonis hit three dingers in the minors all season. He already has three homers in two weeks up in yeah. the show. Yeah. Mike Fultonawitz had a rough start, but Tom Glavin and John Smoltz weren't world beaters in their rookie years either, so That's let's true. lighten up. Aradis yeah. Yeah. Vizcaino got the win. Buff Hardback got the loss. Oh, uh, wait a minute now. Freddie Freeman left the game with an oblique strain. Ah. After watching the game, I turned on to ESPN for the recap only to see the worst sports reporter in TV history, Pedro Gomez, make not one but two factual errors in 15 seconds concerning the game. (laughs) Pedro believes that Giants manager Bruce Bochy changed pitchers in the top of the ninth. That would mean he's changing the Braves (laughs) pitchers. He's changing the Braves pitchers. (laughs) Pedro also believes Chris Johnson walked before A.J.'s game-tying homer, Ashley Johnson's single. But Pedro Gomez never lets the facts get in the way of looking like an ass on national television. (laughs) You can't tell me they can't find a competent Hispanic sports reporter. It's ridiculous. The 2-4 and Jake Peavy for Los Gigantes tonight. The 5-8 and Shelby Miller for us. The Diamondbacks held off the Nationals. Friend of the show, Doug Fister. Fister. Took the loss. Which means the Mets... How about those Mets? <laughs> Don't start with me in those Mets. ...are now in first place in the East. Oh, my. Beware. This is one of the signs the end is nigh. Yeah. Alex Wood makes his Dodgers debut tonight against Philly. Good luck, Alex. Excellent. Former Brave Mike Hessman now has 433 homers in his career, his minor league career. Hessman is the all-time minor league home run king after smacking his 433rd while playing for the AAA Toledo Mud Hens against the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. 
This breaks the record previously held by Crash Davis of the Durham Bulls. Well, I think that was a movie, but we're going Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, actually, it was Buzz Arlen who ah. had the record in 1937. Hessman has 14 homers in the majors. That's On it. this date in 1948, legendary broadcaster Ernie Harwell called his first major league game, filling in for another legend, Red Barber, who had a bleeding ulcer as Brooklyn beats the Cubs at Ebbets Field. Dodgers GM Branch Rickey trades minor league catcher Cliff Daper to the Atlanta Crackers for Harwell. No, is that for yeah. the announcer? Yeah. And Red Red Bobba, the old Red Bobba. Back in 2000, my then-girlfriend and I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, wandering the halls, and I heard a recording of Ernie talking baseball. We turned the corner, and it was not a recording. It was Ernie Harwell talking baseball. Are you serious? Just standing in the hallway. Wow. It was amazing, before the age of selfies, unfortunately. Yeah. And, Kimmer, I hear you've been asked to make another speech. Well, <sighs> obviously they didn't hear the last one. <laughs> I thought I would stand up here and let some people see <laughs> if I am as big a son of a bitch as some of you think I am. And that's when they all started walking out. As a PGA golfer, son, Lake Lanier, as I recall. Anyway, thank you, Pete. I appreciate it. Look out, 223. Got news regular lines coming up on News Radio 1067, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And we got more of your ADH calls. First of all, here's uh, David on News Radio 1067 on the Kimmer Show. David, you're on the radio. Yeah, i like to talk to you about this military appreciation night, or like loser appreciation night that I like to call it. Why are they having it? Don't they have something better to appreciate? Better than the military? Well, I mean, they did their job. They got paid to do their job. End of story. Why do you need to appreciate them? Why do we need to appreciate the military? Yes, sir. (laughs) Shut up! Yeah, nice try, David. Uh, Why do we? I, I think it's a great thing. I think the Braves are doing a tribute to America and to Atlanta area residents where you can have families there with children to see what it's like for people to appreciate the military people who have allowed you to go hide in a corner when the bad men come in the night so you don't have to protect anybody and we'll be able to guard you I and take care of you. I in the corner. I'll stand up for myself. I don't need anybody to stand up for my, myself. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like it. It's not, I mean, yeah. If you want to just bash the military, and uh, I think the Atlanta Braves are doing a great thing. I think it's going to be a terrific military heroes night. Uh, the Diamondbacks on Saturday night, August 15th, and I salute the Braves, and I, uh, I, I was uh, proud to serve, and well, I know they're proud to salute those who did. Well, there you are thinking, don't be doing it because you're not good at it. You just hurt yourself every time you do it. You hurt yourself every time you do what? No, you hurt yourself every time you think because you're not good at it. We all know that. <laughs> Oh, was that too smart for you? I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was way too smart for me, David. Uh, what branch were you yeah. in, by the way? Uh, no, and I have a real job. <laughs> okay. Say goodbye, to, David. Yeah, this is, this is the guy who was uh, making fun of the fireman standing a tribute for the body of Skip Wells when he was being uh, moved from the airport to the funeral home. And when I was at the funeral home for the viewing, people behind me were saying about how this idiot on the radio was complaining about the, the, uh, the, the military service and the tribute to the military from the firemen and police standing over the overpasses and so forth. And one of the ladies behind me said, uh, boy, I'd like to see him come here and say that to Skip Wells' mother's face and see if he'd say that to her face. And, uh, of course, that would never happen. I don't think even he is that much of a sleazebag. But you know that's uh, that's that's the left. Uh, that's the American left. That's the American uh, Democratic Party. The American liberals. American left who uh, don't believe in uh, basic old-fashioned values. Really, it's just as old-fashioned as it can get. It's like uh, saluting the flag on the Fourth of July.
uh, standing for the national anthem and being quiet. He probably he probably jumps up and down and chews gum and leaves his hat on during the national anthem. He's one of the guys you have to yell at to shut up and pay attention when the national anthem's playing. But luckily, there are people who will make sure that he's taken care of when he's hiding like a little girl. And uh, the bad men come in the middle of the night. That's all right. We'll protect you. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, Mike, real quick, I got uh, traffic coming up. Mike on News Radio 106.7. You on the radio. Welcome, Mike. Hey, man. It's good to hear you. Thank I, you. I just wanted to tell that David fellow that just called in and disrespected the military yeah. that I sure would like to invite him to an open house party up here so that I could treat him to a good farewell in about two minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I don't think it would even take two minutes, to be honest with you. 227. Oh, it's coming up here with the Kibra. News Radio 1067. Good morning, Mr. Phelps. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is to stop the Kimmer from taking a call from Brett the truck driver. Otherwise, the show will self-destruct in five seconds. Oh, Good look luck, out. It might anyway. Look out. 235, and it's only the Kimmer. It's only me. Monday, I'm Ashley Simpson Tuesday, has given birth to a girl. Ashley writes on Instagram, she and her husband, Evan Ross, are calling the daughter Jagger. Jagger Snow Ross. She also has a six-year-old son, Bronx Mowgli, from her previous marriage to Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy. Huh? Mowgli? Mowgli. Is it M-O-W-G-L-I's Mowgli? Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy. You can't say that. Oh, Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do I know? <laughs> what am I, a doctor? I'm an educated man. <laughs> Not really. All right, look out. 236. I got news to lines to get on here, and I want to get your calls on, too. 844-404-1067. Um, let's see. Uh, Jimmy on three, and uh, Trucker uh, John is coming up, and uh, Paul and Helen. Hi, uh, Jimmy. Welcome aboard, sir. You're on the radio. Kimmer, I'm yeah. convinced this David guy, yeah. he's Muslim, his wife's Muslim. In fact, her name is Selvam Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Bin Laden, yes. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I appreciate it, man. Here's Trucker John on News Radio 1067. Welcome to the program, Trucker John. You're on the radio, my man. Hello, Kimmer, and signify he's second airborne here. Hey, separate hey, fight to you, sir. That fellow a while ago that was talking all that nonsense yeah, about David. we don't need the military and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Well, he's one of those new generations that doesn't really know what it's all about. And just like Colonel Potter would say on 407, it says horseradish. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, it's it's just sort of typical. Uh, David's been doing this for, for years and years in Atlanta on my programs. Uh, and, uh, oh, wait, oh, wait got, I, I've got a special newsman I coming up in a second, but he's been doing this for years on my program, and it's typical that he never served in uniform, and as much as he loves to make fun of the military and disrespect the military, I can tell you this, uh, you'll never forget uh, the first time in a war zone when you have a Christmas uh, as a newlywed and you're away from your family and your wife at Christmas time in a freaking war zone, and if he had ever been there, he wouldn't be uh, disrespecting the military as much as he does. He'd be a recycling boot camp. Is what he'd be about there three you, times. Then you, they'd out. right, Trucker John, Semper Fi man. Hold everything. We got a special late live edition of the old news line. Let's see who's on the news line. Good afternoon. Hello, 
Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Well, Mr. Heston, for well, once, yes. I agree uh, with that guy that's on New to Three after uh, Steve McCoy and Michael Graham. Uh, <laughs> Whoever that is. Brad something. Brad, yes, sir. Yes, he's right. Most ADD diagnoses are a steaming load of shellfish from the Landmark <laughs> Diner, in my opinion. That's just the way I feel about it. Steaming Do you know load. a doctor once had the audacity to diagnose me, Gregory Peck, yes. with adult <laughs> attention deficit disorder? Yes. Did you know that? I did not know that, sir. What was I talking about well, again, Well, I don't Steve? know, Mr. Peck. I love your movies. Did I win the 100 grand? <laughs> Where's my green jello, damn you? <laughs> Told me you were going to take me to Kmart in Cincinnati. <laughs> You're an excellent driver. I know that. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Wapner at three. <laughs> Why is Uh-oh. Monica Lewinsky going to be starring in South Pacific? Monica Lewinsky in South Pacific? Well, I heard something earlier about washing a man. Or out no, of I don't hair. remember. I don't I, uh, what no, battery I... did they name after Nelson Rockefeller? <laughs> I don't know, sir. Why was, was the word ant misspelled in the crossword puzzle? <laughs> Why would rolling something in flour help? And who in their right mind would want to eat a bowling ball? I guess These are questions. Unanswered <laughs> questions of all time. <laughs> You're not going to see him in the New York Times crossword. I know that. <laughs> Four-letter word describing Jane Fonda. <laughs> Thank God she's got a lot of nieces and nephews. Aunt I Jane. Of another... <laughs> now Aunt it's Jane. time for a visitor no, from the east. The, east. the amazing Charnack. Charnack. The, the Magnificent. The answer is Ritalin, Adderall, and a set of golf clubs. Ritalin, Adderall, and a set of golf clubs. Name three things no kid under 10 should ever get. <laughs> Especially on a Sunday afternoon. You practice in your you. yard, kid. Get off the course. Yeah, sometimes I wish Casey Anthony was director of junior's golf. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse the hell out of me. You weren't out there for six hours. The answer is, I got to get home. Right. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Speak softly and carry a big stick. What does Bill Cosby do right after the roofie kicks in? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is Divorce Court and the American Kennel Association. Divorce Court and the American Kennel Association. Name two places Reba McIntyre goes to get her papers. (laughs) (laughs) I hold in my hand the final envelope. Finally, thank you, God. May all the doors be locked before you learn that today's guest speaker is Kim Peterson. Open <laughs> up. The answer is Bass, Trout, and Alexis 400. Bass, Trout, and Alexis 400. Name three things Michael Jordan finds in a creek. Oh, God. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Wow. Right, one more thing, yes, Mr. Sir. Haston. Yes, sir, Mr. Why is the one in the middle Willie Nelson? You never explained that one <laughs> no, to me. That's all right, sir. <laughs> Again. How is Nancy Grace like a moped? I want to know that, too. <laughs> he said the question. Well, somebody sees you, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Peck. Chardak. The Magnificent. Oh, my goodness. Look out, 241. Quickly to uh, Paul on News Radio 1067. Paul, you on the radio. What's up, man? Hey, 
Kimmer, can you believe out of 100 million sperm, David's the one that swam the fastest and made it through? <laughs> <laughs> that was David, all right. Anyway, hold on, Helen and Tony and Al, all standing by with a Kimmer. 242. <laughs> now, this solo from the first trombone of the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Right here. The Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home Look out. on News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. Oh, Don. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by yeah. the Landmark Diner. Oh. Four slices of burnt toast and a rotten egg. <laughs> burnt toast and a rotten egg? Yeah. I got a tape, Wyman. It's good enough for him. Oh. And now, here's your host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. Look out. Yes, it's true. It's true. Reba McIntyre and her husband are splitting up after 26 years of marriage. I guess she got tired of taking her crap. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. They were together for 35 years, and he is also her manager. So this ought to be fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, 250. Let's get back to the phones, and I got a news break line I want to slip on. Here's uh, Carrie, and Helen's coming up. Hi, Carrie. Welcome. You're on the radio, sir. Hey, sir. Yes, sir. Simplify. Thank you. Uh, I was just asking, uh, the, the got to answer the phone. I said, why, the next time that guy calls in and starts ragging you about, uh, you know, how he's got a real job, Yeah. ask, ask him what that job might be. <laughs> I just wonder what job's more important than protecting one's nation. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, I appreciate it, my friend. It's, uh, it's just, he tries to get our goat and uh, just is a name caller and, and, uh, you know, it deliberately belittles the military and uh, people who serve their country, and that's certainly his right. We will defend the death, his right to do it, but we'd still like to punch him in the nose. I haven't seen our goat lately, frankly. Yeah, thank you. All right, hold on. Here's Helen real fast on News Radio 1067. Hi, Helen. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. I just have one question. Yes, yes, yes. How come all that Adderall and Ritalin, it's only given to boys? Class action suit. All they do is give it to boys. Boys, that's a, boys. That's what it seems like, isn't it? And it, and it's Class usually the mothers who want to do it. I don't know. I know, I know. That, I mean, you cannot, it is illegal to, you can't experiment on children. Yeah. It's an off-label use. I just would like to know, where is the public outrage and the public outcry against this? It's all boys. Well, Helen, I appreciate your calling. And like Pete says, it's just a bunch of lazy mothers don't want to take care of their kids. <laughs> but first, I'm on a newsmaker line. Good afternoon. <laughs> hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling the crying out loud. Hey, you Rodney, know? how you doing? How are you? Well, I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape, you know? Oh, you are in rough shape, right? Yeah, last week I was on vacation. I told a bellhop to hand on my bag. He started to feel of my wife. That's <laughs> And my wife, I don't trust her, you know, You don't Kimmer? trust her, no? I mean it. Every time I walk in a house, a parrot yells quick out the window. <laughs> Yeah, ADD is real. I don't care what you say. Yeah, you know, real, and so yeah. is WDD, which Dexter King suffers from. <laughs> What's you know? that again? Work deficiency <laughs> disorder. You know, he's <laughs> <laughs> a breakfast sandwich named after Dexter King at McDonald's. You heard about which, it? Which one is that? Called the Do Nothing McMuffin. Do nothing McMuffin. <laughs> hey, did you see where Reba McIntyre is going through an ugly divorce? An ugly divorce. Yeah. Of course, any divorce Reba is involved in would be pretty ugly <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, hey, Reba McIntyre. Ken, when she bought was born the ink. Beta had tinted glass. <laughs> <laughs> Reba McIntyre, she went to a haunted house. They gave her an application, all right? <laughs> 
Hey, did you see where Will Smith and his wife Jada may be divorcing? <laughs> yeah, that was what they're saying. Right? Yeah, they're anticipating a big custody battle over their dress-wearing son, Jaden Smith. Yeah, they're dressed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently the loser winds up with Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> you take him. <laughs> hey, Jaden Smith, you can. He's doing experimental type of music. It's a cross between Calypso and rap, Kimmer. Calypso and rap? Yeah, I think I call it crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of rap, you know Nancy Grace's favorite rapper? No, I don't, sir. The one around her Hershey's bar. Hershey bar <laughs> Nancy Grace, you couldn't she try computer dating. The machine maxed her up with Detroit. <laughs> and when she dances, the record skips at the radio station. She's fatter, right? She's a big girl. <laughs> I tell you, though, everybody has a tough camera. Everybody. They have a tough, really. Yeah, in these troubling times, it's good to know that every once in a while we get some good news for a change. Some good, good news, news yeah, yeah. Good news. Yeah, like three members of the Bin Laden family dying in a plane crash. I mean... <laughs> You know I'm kidding around, Kim. Oh, no, just a kidder. I forgot kidding. to mention the really tragic part of all that. Oh, what know? was that, sir? The two empty seats. <laughs> <laughs> what a crowd, boy. Hey, Roger, hey, what a crowd. Good crowd. You, you know, I love crowds. Hey, look out. <laughs> 254 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. All right, how about a little, a little something, a little extra news break on just to bring a chuckle back to you afternoon? What do you say? Good afternoon. Kimmer, this is Charles Barkley calling. Charles, how you doing? What's up, man? Well, you know, we normally see eye to eye on most things, but I got yeah. a bone to pick with you about X Today's show and all. All right, sir, please do, yes. Well, if General George Patton wanted to relieve some stress alone in his barracks in the heat of war, whose business was. Oh, was well, Army Privates that he slept around? No, it's, uh, I'm sorry. Not his own yeah, Army. Slept a, and, like, slept a private, all right. Did you see Rick Perry in that pre-debate debate last night or whatever that was? He was terrible, oh, man. Oh, Rick Perry, he's, he's oh, struggling. Oh, God, man. He stumbled around worse than Kimmler's opening segment. It was terrible. Get to the point. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know what'd be wrong with Rick, Rick Perry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in an interview, he seems to do fine. Yeah, yeah. But put him on a debate stage, and the poor guy can't say landmark food if he had a mouthful of it. You know? <laughs> hey, my sandwich is moving. <laughs> sort of like the Kimmel when he's going to be speaking to that group in November, oh, man. man. <laughs> yeah, do some research, guys. you got three months to cancel. <laughs> I'm not a good speaker. <laughs> oh, man. The golf pro that hired Kimmel to speak said it was like an Amos Schumer movie. People were asking to be shot. <laughs> oh! We're <laughs> leaving in droves. I hear they want you back in January, Kimmer. Oh, really? I don't care. Yeah, the guy said it'll be a cold day before we ever book this guy again. <laughs> Thank you. Cold day, I get it. <laughs> well, Dick Gregory, I don't know if you mentioned it yet, yeah, but he yeah. 100% right about us not getting credit for our inventions. Yeah, yeah Dick Gregory says that black people invented hockey and uh, the cotton gin and all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, and Joseph Lowry invented the snooze alarm. Who ever mentions that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure our people invented the tractor. The tractor? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe MF stands for Massive Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) All the way up and down for 100 to get to that joke. (laughs) All right, sir. All right, look out. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Yeah, boy, tomorrow we do it all over again on Hump Day. In the meantime, Semper Fi, God bless America. Hoorah! Herp, look out. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.